What's up? Welcome back. You're listening to the newly revamped Dirty Water Decibels. Um, I'm super stoked to be back. There's uh, some exciting things happening. Um, Digs are dropping a new EP soon. My friends Live Nude Girls are coming on. Um, and I got to sit down with my friends in OC45. They just dropped their new record, Happy Accidents. Um, and uh, they just went out on a full-scale, uh, almost full-scale US tour. So uh, I got to sit down with them right before they left and chat about touring and about the new record. Um, and so I'm excited to play that for you. I'm going to play a track off that new record first. It's called This Bottle's Got Your Name On It. This is uh, OC45. So the cast is back, and I'm hanging out with my pals. 
in uh are we live oz 45 yeah technically we're technically we're live are we live it's, on the internet it's pretty uh it's, a it's pretty unstructured this i'm just gonna CNN. i live my life through structure but that is fake news yeah apparently apparently it's fake news sorry are we not diving into that yet? all, all yeah <laughs> maybe we should like you know, give it some time some let's start with some anyways the government <laughs> yeah yeah we've got plenty of Plenty of other things we could <laughs> lead in cover before that. So are we episode three? So technically, yeah, you guys are technically episode three. It's still uh, in its, Revenge in of the in its, in its um. infancy. Um, but I'm super excited to be able to chat with you guys because uh, you're definitely one of the bands that I wanted to get on. And uh, you guys have a shit ton going on all the time. So it's like... I, I feel like I was going to say that I felt like it was like this is a really good time to kind of talk about the band and with the upcoming tour and the new record. But like, I don't think there's really ever been a time that wouldn't, hey man, would not have been a good time. It comes to the territory. Sit down and you, like, put, you, you drop a hot record, bro, and you got to do the press and shit, man. Yeah. I mean, that's true. You, you kind of do. This is uh, our second interview this week, man. This is kind of, he's got to go. I know. Adam's I know. You got to do the press. Just wait till they start calling you. The other one was a good one. Apparently, it. Did pretty well. Just wait till they start oh, yeah. calling you for uh for for it's like day trotter sessions. Really? Yeah. They will. Um, they will. So uh happy accidents. Yep, that's what my parents told me. <laughs> is that is that the namesake? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. It's um based off a one of the uh a great, great uh artist artiste in uh in in human history. Uh also Honestly, just kind of how this shit happens. Just as simple as it can get. This, this band like just happens. It was like, does it an accident? And does it just happen like like a happy happy accident happens? Exactly. It's like it's it's like when you wake up in the middle of the night and like you're like, why am I? Why is my underwear sticky? It's a happy accident. That's the kind of happy accident I was thinking. Not not happy accident of like having a child. (laughs) No, no, no. Oh, you were just a happy accident. Like I'm like, wait, what? Actually, my mom told me that my parents tried to have me. So. My life is a mistake. That's cool, Adam. But there are some mistakes. Yeah. I was conceived on a, on a floor in a, a house in New Hampshire. Are there? Do you know that for a fact? Yeah, my mom told me. <laughs> Why? Because we were on vacation and we were drinking. I don't know. It was weird. Were, no. you, on, were you on vacation? <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Were you on vacation in New Hampshire? No, no. We were in... We were, this sounds so... Like, this sounds so... Were weird. you in the hot springs? We, we, were, in, we were in Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! In I the hospitals, it was the I, th- I think it was like a, a thirty thing. It was the day after I turned thirty, and we were drinking in a in a vehicle. <laughs> nice. And for some reason, she told me that, and which is weird because like she was I, trying to reassure you. I ended up going to school in New Hampshire and everything, years. and like and like I met she felt I met Derek in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. She felt I'm, the need to tell you that it was it was a it was actually a, the floor of a of a building that you were conceived <laughs> on, not a van. Well, no, it was just it was someone's house. house. It was someone's house. The floor detail <laughs> seems unnecessary. Yeah, just hey, a little dude, bit. man. You know, like why? I don't know. I've, I trust I my have, mom. I've never been informed on how I was conceived, and I'm pretty much. I'm I've pretty also much I've also set. been to that house before too, know. which is weird. I, I've been yeah, to the I'm, house that I'm happened. I'm all set yeah, with I'm knowing all, how you were conceived too. I'm all set with knowing how I was. Th- my mom once told me that when she found out she was pregnant, but that's a totally different story. <laughs> uh, she threw up on the teacup. Yeah, she found out. She no, she found out on New Year's Eve, and she was like, "I found out on New Year's Eve." I, so she drank as much an, as she possibly yeah, could. Yeah, it's an innocuous story. She was like, "I had a whole bunch of drinks and." That explains a lot. So, <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. well, anyways, about things that aren't us being born. Uh, it's kind of so, us being born. Well, all right. Okay, happy accident. I, yeah. I gave myself a rough outline of things to, to happy chat, accident. But, um, but yeah, no. So I mean, it's it's a huge fucking deal because this is the first full length you've done since. Class and Cruelty. It's the first one. Oh yeah, we've done. Class and Cruelty. I know. I know yeah, you guys. Yeah. I know you guys have sort of sh- like erase, tried Shoved to erase, that under the rug. erase <laughs> this record from history or something. I mean, it was an experience. This we call it. We call it a demo. A full demo. Can I ask? Yeah, we still play oh, uh, Only because I, I'm just curious what that process really briefly. Class and Cruelty, because it was it was the first official record you guys put out as a band. Yeah. And. Um, it's the music that I heard that got me into the band and that I wow. think a lot of people yeah. heard and yeah, yeah. they're like 
are the deep cuts off that record that you guys still play a few of them at I shows put a lot that of people work that really fucking love. <laughs> you did great. So what was the what was the process of that? Terry, I've been talking too much. You take I mean, this. Was one. it just like a? Where did you record that? Just curious. we actually recorded the drums in this room. Okay. Um, so you have God, you guys have had this practice space for a long time yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, because that was five years ago, right? Yeah, we recorded drums yeah. here, and I did uh, like a scratch guitar with Rook, and then it was our buddy Matt Murray, who we met back at UNH, uh, and he was just kind of like getting into the recording thing, and he did it for like six hundred bucks, and we recorded guitars and vocals and stuff in his bedroom. On uh, Cherry Street It was really hot it was Between the sheets and everything It was uh, <laughs> He uses magnum condoms I found out When we did that We did We did discover that So yeah. The lube next to the bed Good for you Grace <laughs> Grace You're a lucky woman Sorry He was right. He went to my He went to Emerson Didn't he yeah, uh, afterwards I he believe, went to, I, so. he went I believe to that is the truth. Yeah. <laughs> See, there's another Titan in him. I kind right of there. knew who he was. Here's the thing, because I, I remember seeing that he did the record or some picture. I like I saw a picture of him with you the guys thing or something about, like that. The thing about class and cruelty is that Matt did a really fucking great job <laughs> working with what he had and like uh -huh. in well, his own gear and his own experience and also us yeah right. what we were which was a fucking disaster at the time and with shitty just, equipment we had been a band for like no 9 experience. months when yeah. we recorded that but we already had a whole we had 12 fucking yeah. songs and we had a tour planned we released that yeah. in like may of whatever 2012 and then we went on tour in june right you know, well like, i think i mean as I, I would say from an outside perspective that looking at the at the very least, like the lyrical content of that record, you you wouldn't necessarily have known that you had only been a band for nine months. I mean, it was it, it was weird, like well written. Derek and I met like in college and like we, we knew we wanted to like jam together, but <clears throat> excuse me. And uh, we kind of did, but it was like kind of untimely because he was going to South America. But he was like, yeah, I'll be back. And I was like, yeah, sure you will. And then, like, but we kept in contact, and we, like, Skyped and shit and, like, jammed and wrote songs, like, via Skype. And then, like, we just had a bunch of ideas, and then he came back the night the Bruins won the Stanley Cup, by the way. That's when Derek came back. And then, and then he, was, he was back, and I was like, dude, I got us an apartment. You want to move in together? <laughs> they announced it on the plane on the way home. Because and, and, uh, we were flying into Boston. They were like, hey, uh, just so everybody knows, some of you might live in Boston. Uh... The Boston Bruins are Stanley Cup champions. And the whole plane went fucking ballistic. It was awesome. Yeah, I was hammered. I barely remember him coming back. But anyways, um, we smoked cigars all night. I don't even smoke cigars. And uh, anyways, and then we had ideas. And then and we, like, you know, already knew Tans. And, like, so we're like, all right, well, let's get the, you know, we'll, go, we'll wrangle him back in. And then, um, speaking of you, you guys, you just you guys knew each other because you went to high school together, right? They grew up together. Yeah, yeah. me and Tans, Tans yeah. and Derek grew up me together. Me and Tans have known each other since I think I was three, and you were two. That's when we started it. All oh, the terrible twos, man. That's when Ooh. we started our Old Lincoln, Rhode Island. You were loyal, really Derek. Our, <laughs> whatever it was. Yeah, it started in. Uh, we started our group of. Start started in uh, Hoodlums. 1991. <laughs> Did you guys used to talk about girls together in one of your? Parents' basements or something? No, not really. We just no, played we just punk play rock. Punk <laughs> rock. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much as much. As we just rotate. I'm, go, I'm gonna go ahead and guess neither of you ever performed in the Lincoln High School variety show. Nope. No. <laughs> we were not. Because let me tell you, I attended that enough. one time. It's fan. It's I amazing. Actually, actually went it's to incredible. that once. Very uh, talented kids at Lincoln. High School. I had. I oh, had. Man. We were not. I had a bunch of friends <laughs> from there. I had like a handful of friends. I still do. Well, I haven't seen him in a while, but like my buddy Brad, Brad Krieger. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Brad, yeah. <laughs> shout out to Brad, who is running a studio in Lincoln, Rhode Island now. Big nice. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's like a legit place too. I haven't been there yet, but I've seen some pictures of it. It's like pretty sweet. It's, like, yeah, it's yeah, actual science. Many more yeah. talented he plays kids drums than in us. Some band. Dude, Didn't, wasn't he at a show that at the Middle East? Yeah, not that long he ago. Ran into <sighs> anyway, he probably won't listen to this, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Brad? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I he used well. He played in a in that band, Stalemate, with Matt DeMello. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, dude. and <laughs> awesome. There band. was another band. I don't know if he was. I don't know if the kid was from Lincoln. His name was. Hold on. Shit, Jim Berthume. That was his name. Sounds familiar. He played in a band called Thirty Helens Agree. Wasn't and Thirty uh, Helens Agree used to play shows down there all the time. 
who the fuck else was in that uh, band? Casey, know. Casey Belial was a drummer. Yeah, yeah, there you go. He used to make like he had like he had, like big bug eyes when speaking, he would drum, and he'd like make all kinds of faces. Of and shit. Kids from Lincoln being talented. I, dude, who I does that? Speaking of kids from Lincoln being talented, I remember Steve Ryan when we used to jam in high school, talking about like, oh, we could get Casey to play with us, and we were both like, no. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, we're no, like, no way, no, we're not no, playing with him. He's way enough. too fucking way good. Too I can't believe I even remember all those names now because it's been like a fucking 10 years since I think I've even said that kid's name. Casey and then Casey Lyle, he saw was, us He was really good. At the Pints for Paws in Providence that first year. Oh, It was really fucking crazy seeing him there. And, and <laughs> I was fucking nervous, man. We were yeah. like playing, trying to learn like crappy covers. And I was school. nervous. I didn't even want to do it with him. <laughs> I was nervous for that show because uh, a lightning storm was right above us. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty awesome, though. Anyway. Nothing bad happened. <laughs> no, I don't think. We didn't die. I don't, yeah. Unless, no, I think we're still here. Well, anyway, do you ever see it? Do you see any of those songs ever having a future anywhere else? Oh, yeah. We're gonna, um, being reworked. You guys like, being reworked about, for a like, future record. Or we, we've yeah. talked about re-recording. There are some songs that people too. like, and like we also like playing, and there are like songs like, we kind of stopped playing, but like we did because the way we did them wasn't that great. And I'm like, I know we can like do them better, but we just yeah. like haven't put the time into doing it because we're like writing new music. Right. Yeah. There so are songs someday that, yeah, we've talked about, you know, about we'll, we'll, we'll do the whole thing. Going back to it. Some songs will definitely get rewritten. We'll do the typical right. um, get get popular, <laughs> break up, and then have a reunion and, and then re-record our first yeah, album. Yeah. You know, and, and make everybody's heart formula, and right? make everybody's heart melt with that first Ten, record yeah. again and like all yeah, those songs. <laughs> Maybe but um, like, ah! this is something I, I thought of yesterday. <laughs> I, I went to Target in Somerville, uh, right off McGrath Highway, and there's a Burger King right across the street. And I remember when we first got the the final, <laughs> and I'm doing air quotes for class and cruelty. We t- we took my car down to the Burger King, and we smoked a bunch of weed, and we got a bunch of food, and we sat in my car and we listened to it, and we were like, "This is so awesome!" Yeah, and we uh, blasted. We, we were stoked. We and were it so sounded happy. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then. I was like, it was the best thing relative. we'd ever done. Yeah, it yeah. Was, I mean, to that point, it was. Point it was. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I did a demo and with my the, band for the from money, high school. It might and still it be sucks. the best thing we ever done. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, thanks for a your box of goods. This is a good segue because, uh, I mean, you guys are like incredibly proud of this, and you should yes, be. Yeah. It sounds I actually awesome. am. It's weird. I, I don't hide it. Fuck off, Ken. You, you know you yeah. love it. I don't hide it. It's weird. It's the best thing I've done in my life. Never mind just music. <laughs> like literally, just it's the hardest just I've ever worked. Ask me about anything. anything I've ever done in my yeah. entire life: graduate, college, high school, anything. No, no, this, this is it. Yeah. When did uh, when did it, like everything for this record, like kind of get started? <sighs> like are most of these songs? Like February. Did you, well, did you write year. them more recently, or were some of them in They're the box for a long dude. time? Oh like, man, sitting on. Well, yeah. Well, actually. Well, is this tomorrow? Yeah, it's, it's, is yeah. is a class and cruelty era song yeah. that yeah. just never got played. Piece. Yeah, is this tomorrow? Is, supposed, yeah. is which is on the new record it was supposed to be on class and cruelty, yeah. and we ended up just not doing it. And but it was always in the back burner. And I, Derek wrote that, and I was always like, dude, I like that. We should bring we should bring it back someday. And when we were writing this record, like he mentioned it in like an email, like, oh yeah, I have this, but whatever. I'm sure you guys don't care. And I was like, no, dude, like I that I still remember that song. I'm like, I think we should do it. And like. And we brought it back, and it, yeah, it's a class and cruelty on song the now, on yeah. the new record. And it sounds yeah. awesome. So actually, I guess if you take that song, how we did it, that, if we applied that formula to all the other songs, that's how class and cruelty would sound. Right. <laughs> oh, Theor- I just realized that right now. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. But no, yeah. What um, a country. <laughs> where'd it come from? Like, we kind of like hit the ground running after Aaron left. Not to like, right. you know. Yeah, give him any more attention than Every, he everyone knows that. what happens. Yeah. But uh, after I think he, we can, yeah, but we after can he left, skim I think. Over the background but there. after he left, and then Rook came and bailed us out. Like I don't know, I sort of felt like at that point, touring was was becoming unstable. Like we had to put out a record. We fucking needed a record. You needed like a well, touring like a, was becoming a, a problem. Like from, we we yeah. were touring so much that we couldn't fucking keep a drummer. So like, and we didn't have a record the whole time that we liked. That was a full length. Enter Kenneth. 
And then Ken, Ken, and then, no, honestly, Ken deserves a tremendous amount of fucking credit because said so I said tremendous. tremendous. <laughs> I'm sorry. Incredible, <laughs> man. Oh, Incredible. Sounds like much better coming out of thing. your mouth. Ken was, Ken was huge. You can say tremendous all you want. We'll take back tremendous. Ken deserves a lot of. Reclaim that shit. Ken deserves a lot of credit because he basically was like talking to me like I'd seen me play a bunch of acoustic shows and was like. Cause I kept I, an, I, I know always, I know a lot of the songs I would, already. I would be like, this is like a demo I have, like maybe an acoustic song, like maybe an OC forty five song someday. And Ken was like, if you ever want to like play them with a drummer, I'll play with you. And I was just like, okay. Yeah, and, and then you and I like, jammed together a little bit before you had left for that that tour that Brooke bailed you out on, and we had we had jammed a little bit and we had jammed some potential new stuff and like whatever. And then when you guys got back, you just needed somebody to play with. So it was like, hey, just come and play with us. We need something. Yeah, and it was like we knew yeah. you were like a, a good drummer at home, like accessible. And like we were saying, we were touring so much. And like, I mean, touring is what you got to do nowadays. But we were like, we started touring. We're like, we got to tour, 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 tour. And we realized like if we just keep touring like this, when the fuck are we going to write a record? So we decided to just take like. A, almost, almost an entire, almost an entire year off. Yeah, we took a cycle yeah. off. It, it, it was like pretty much, much like ten months off we took, and right. just sat in here in this room <clears throat> that we're talking in right now with Kenneth Paltrow, and we just every week we awesome. we just blazed some new tunes away. And then blew all of the money we've ever made. It's definitely and by blow, I mean and, we invested it very, very, more. very. It's definitely the hardest I've ever worked at anything. Yeah. Yeah. Today. I mean. Yeah. It's funny when you actually care about something, the effort you put into it. A lot of dedication went into it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's what people do. There when were a they lot like, of nights they like where their none of us wanted to be here, and we were here anyway. Yeah. We pounded them out. We went down to your your parents' house and we recorded Demoed the demos. Oh, <laughs> that we never even finished. We didn't even put vocals on, yeah, yeah. but we wound up taking a lot of our fuck ups from that session. There, there, there was a mistake. I think it was I th you. You told me this, Derek, that I made because I was so hungover. I couldn't figure out what, well, I was, what, what I was instrument just, I was playing. That's what yeah. I was just about to say. Like, oh, yeah, no, there were a lot of fucking errors in the demos and we never even put vocals on. Them. It was just instrumentals that like and I listened to those demos like, oh, my God, hundreds of times. Like, it was insane. Just riding the bus to and from New Hampshire, like, listening to those fucking demos over and over and over again. And, like, picking up on, like, mistakes. And, like, the Lady Death part at the end. Yeah. yeah. The bam, bam, is because you hit the fucking wrong yeah, chord. Yeah, I hit the yeah. wrong chord. You hit a C sharp instead of a D. And then you you realize it and you slid up. And we were like, we got to put that in the song. Yeah, it sounded yeah, cool. It and like, and our, our engineer, Matt <laughs> happy accident at Q happy Division. Accident. Yeah, another happy accident. Yeah, it's... It, the it's theme. The, the, yeah. the, the album was like well. fitting yeah. for who we are. Yeah. yeah. And, the album and, was and, uh, <laughs> and how we have become what we are. It's 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 also fitting for all of your senses of humor collectively, yeah. I think, as well. And our so, our uh, to give works. this gentleman credit, Matt Tahaney at Q Division Studios, our engineer, who's also um, yes. pretty much our producer too, because he, and our vocal coach. He's like guys <laughs> like a eight hat fucking m mofo. Um, he like he loved that, and he would like he was like, no, let's do that again. He's like, let's, let's accentuate that. And whenever we he and, does say stuff like and, accentuate, and, <laughs> and, and we like, listen back to it every single time we played that part back. That is an original fuck up by me because I was hungover because I blacked out at a have not show. Thank you, have nots. You get credit on that one. <laughs> he just does a little like like a little leg kick, fist pump, kind of like yeah, like you know, because it's like a rad part that was a uh, an, a mistake. Yeah. Or right, yeah. Happy there accident. are no mistakes. Yeah, they're only happy. Yeah. So, accidents. and that's actually what I was gonna. I was and you gonna get a prize if you know what that means. And what, what that, what's that from? <laughs> what, what it's from? Wait, what? Nothing. Never mind. There are, Continue. There, there are no say mistakes. There are only happy accidents. Say what you're gonna say, Jeff. Uh, I was no. I was gonna say so. The, I was gonna talk about Q. Q. I was gonna uh, the the record you guys did as well as the previous two EPs. Uh, at Q Division Studios, which is in Somerville, yep. right? Yep. Where 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 is Somerville that Somerville, kid. It's tucked between like Highland Ave, Davis Square, and like in the crows and Willow. Kid. It's like Dave, it's like Highland and Willow, kind of. Oh wow! I never, Although I, really I never realized it was so close. To you can it's pretty much you can, it's you pretty can much walk the corner right there. Like when yeah. I dr when I drive it's right there, right behind Q's nuts. Yeah, yeah. It's actually it's ironic there, but uh. When I well, drive, not. when no, I drive, is that a happy yeah. accident too? Huh? 
the theory, the conspiracy theory that they oh, own yeah. Q's yeah, nuts. Yeah. Right, oh. Q division. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. Q's yeah, nuts. that's right. It's a, it's and they're a, in the same building. A little yeah. steady stream of backup income in case. Well, look. when we've been walking around the, the, the uh, you know, hallways of Q division late at night, when everyone has gone home, then we see their whiteboards. Yeah. Some of them say Q's nuts on them. Yeah, yep. there's and like Q's have, nuts, like recipes you know, on them and stuff. Yeah. I mean, right. What does the Q stand for? Q division. You know, nobody knows. Quantitative. <laughs> but could reasoning. it be Q division? Qu- quantitative. Yeah. You think? Yeah, definitely. Quantitative um, studios. What's your quantitative it stands nuts? for alternative facts. Well, they have on the wall. They have the because uh, alternative starts with the Q. In the A room, they have like the That's Q. An uh, fact. <laughs> it's like the the. Whatever it is, it's like the quotient thing of like your productivity. Oh, Q stands for quotient. There we it's go. It's the productivity quotient. Problem yeah. solved. Of like being in the studio. Q division. Like, is, it, is it something to do with? Yeah. It takes it division. takes you a certain amount. Of, they have it right in the A room. It's like a old graph paper thing. It's like framed on the wall, and it's like when you enter the studio, it's it tracks your productivity and like you obviously gradually build up, then you hit like this crazy ass peak, and then you just fucking fall off. And like it's this, it's awesome. It's is that like being a musician? Annotated, yeah. It's recording. It's a, it's like they're like hypothetical. Like somebody made it as a joke, probably. It's, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all, though, um, because I, I, so like the only thing I know of Q Division Studios is I remember being back in college and working at at WERS, and there was like a couple people that would intern there, um, and there was a couple people that were like in a class above me, like a grade above me, that would. Uh, that had come back from doing internships there. And Q division was always like this very notorious, like it was like the big professional analog, like real recording studio that you think of in, in terms of like historically, no, like you, when you think of a place like sound need, city yeah. or like whatever, like it was like Boston yeah, yeah, yeah. sound need, city. You're, you're right. But we and, didn't know that. <laughs> and it was like, but it was, but people would come back and it was always like, they would always speak of it in a very intimidating way, like that the people who worked there were like because because it was it was a place where like if you wanted to intern there, like you literally had to like scrub the toilets and like you probably work oh, your, oh yeah, and, like, obviously and, like, if we're the, recording and, like interns, clean the floors, the sit around and all day scrub and the toilets, and then maybe maybe if someone died, you could become an assistant because one of the assistants would become an engineer, and then you could be like. So basically, if you worked there like scrubbing toilets for ten years, then maybe you could become an assistant for another ten years, and then maybe you could become an engineer. That's I'm just I'm saying that's the way that people yeah, spoke no, about no. it. Hey. I'm not saying that's the way it really is, no, but it always I, had this air of mystique around it, like you know that it was like this like fortress. No, it, of, like, it is honestly we uh, we did not know legendary. And, like we just kind of talked know. about this. Obviously, there's a handful of studios in Boston, but but it has notoriety as being one of the best. We so. talked about this like uh, we were on uh, whatever uh, EMF. The other night, and I don't want to go into it again because we, but like we kind of touched on this too. It's like we didn't realize this. It was like we kind of heard about it, and it was so close to our apartment. And then like, you know, like, then all of a sudden we go there, and then like, like we find out like James Taylor records there, and like Dropkick Murphys go use it for like not albums, but for like parts of things. And then like Street Dogs have been there, and, there. and it's like it's one of those things. Tons where, of people, yeah. And, and and it's like. And you, you is, see like, why when you and get then people your record back. Us, like, and why do you guys go into Q? You're a punk band. But we well, people it. assume we, that just because you're a punk band doesn't mean that you like have a lot of like care and finesse for your music. And well, that's not true. Like it doesn't really matter what genre you play. Like you still want it to be polished and you still want it to sound good. And like <coughs> it's you know Blast not mutually ex- cost even it's more. not like music it does. It does. It's mutually yeah. exclusive oh, yeah. from yeah. one to the other you know? there, room, and that's a wicked high tech nice studio blasting room but I, I mean you can hear it more. you can hear why it has the notoriety it does just with your the three records that you've recorded there alone i mean we, well, it sounds amazing well yep. the, the eps were like split up between like cuz they used to have three different rooms and right now um, they're doing a bunch of renovations. They only have a room. So we do, um, the two EPs, we like split up between a bunch of rooms, like different parts, and like it sounds great. And then we did it, but we did it for, for this one, we did it everything in A. Mm-hmm. And this record sounds, I mean, like I didn't really realize it until I listened to like the I songs back to, back to back. back. Like yeah. I was like, oh my God, this sounds like it sounds a, a real band did this. Better, <laughs> it sounds better than some records. I've liked my entire life, <laughs> yeah. and then I've like heard our record and been like, yeah. "Oh man, the the mix on this is actually 
kind of did better. It, did they mix it at Q Division as well? Was uh, it mixed no. there? No, no we sent it to Jay Moss, the dude from Defeater. Yeah. yeah. Where is that? So shout out to him. He's uh, he, he killed it. He did an awesome job. I don't know where his studio is. Uh, it, yeah, yeah, Getaway. Getaway, re- oh, nice. Getaway Recordings in Boston. Yeah, cool. yeah. He, he he killed it. Um, which is it's so crazy. All these things keep going back to New Hampshire because uh, one of my roommates uh, at UNH from New Hampshire who now lives in Somerville. Uh, who got me kind of like to move down here and everything. He is a huge Defeater fan and introduced me to them in college. And now like J-Ma, it's, it's man, New Hampshire always comes, comes back around somehow. And then our first Corey is from New Hampshire. God damn it. Our first Corey. Corey. Our first Corey. Corey. Our first Corey. <laughs> yeah, did I say that? Kyle yeah, Warren. Yeah. Kyle Warren, exactly. Uh, Ken that's is, that's Ken for you, Bob what? Gibson. What's Kyle Ken? Three. Kyle 3. You're Kyle, Kyle three. 3. Kyle 2 sucked. Yeah, Corey. Bob Gibson, our buddy from Detroit, yeah, yeah. Uh, has always <laughs> called all of our drummers Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, 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 and then we get a new drummer. He calls them Kyle 2 or Kyle 3. Yeah. You know, he gets kind of numbers. So Mike them. Land, I guess, although we're Might not playing, we're not playing Detroit, but... He knows him. He, he knows him. Yeah. I think. You think he'll just start calling him Kyle when he's back home? Yeah, I think he should. All right. So yeah, yeah I mean, if he's our real friend, he will. Speaking of uh, Michigan, too, uh, you have a, a, a drummer that's filling in on the upcoming tour as well, who's from Michigan, right? Yeah, that's Mike Land. That yeah. is correct. How did you guys hook, get hooked up with him? <laughs> well, <laughs> Facebook. Well, we played with him. Uh, he he plays in a band out there called CBJ. Uh, and it's like a ska band, and we played with them at the Sanctuary in Detroit a couple of years ago. And then, yeah, like we needed somebody because Ken wasn't going to be able to come with us for the, you know, the first couple of weeks. And we had some ideas, and we had hit some people up, but nothing really had quite worked out. And then I'd like resorted to a Facebook post, and it was from two two different people. Like, I feel like you guys um, know you guys know so many people. That's that the thing. That's like a Facebook that's the post. Is but that's like, why you don't want to resort to a Facebook like a post because then it's like. It's an avalanche. I just yeah. did it the other day. I was yeah. like, I need California booking help. I've been putting this off for a long time because <laughs> yeah. I didn't want it. And then it's just like a flood, but it's good. So well, if you're mean, listening, keep doing it. I mean, the, the, the first time with the whole drummer thing, like, you know, we got a handful. But I feel like this time it was like crazy. And then like we got uh, Mike Land was recommended uh, – by two people that Dude, were way more than two. Well, well, I, 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 well, I'm saying two people that were v- that were very, very trustworthy, at least. And we were like, "All right, like a lot of people." If these, I yes, I know, but I'm saying there was two people that stood out that was like, "All right, this guy." Because I remember like looking at it all, like the, everyone was tagging everyone and all of this shit. And when I saw the people that had tagged him, I was like, "Well, I mean, these people are very, very trustworthy. We should probably at least check this guy out." And uh, yeah, basically, it was a monster Facebook response of a lot of people being yeah. like, Mike Land <laughs> is the shit. <laughs> yeah. This guy fucking murders it. He's a pro. Like, I had <laughs> been Facebook friends with him prior to that. And everyone <laughs> right. was like, Mike Land. I was like, okay. Yeah, that, that, that was like the Mike consensus. Land. And uh, we're excited about it. Yeah, we're stoked. Picking yeah. him up from the airport on Monday. <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to cram Sweet. a few practices. Oh, yeah. I was up. asking Ken earlier. I was like, when are they practicing with the new guy? Because... Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. So you guys have the show at the Midway on Saturday. On tomorrow. On, on tomorrow. On tomorrow. And uh, and then when's the official date you leave? Uh, Thursday, Thursday morning. We're gonna go and this crash at the Olympics. Sunday's house. our day off. Nice. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. Practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Leave Thursday. Show Friday. Yeah, Crash of the Elix. Yeah. Thursday Crash of the Elix and uh, raid their kitchen and stuff. Yeah. Play Use with their Wi-Fi. <laughs> Use yeah. their Wi-Fi. And that, that's uh, your jumping off point. Exactly. And then we're going to Richmond yeah. uh, on Friday. Cut the drive down we're a just, bit. Yeah, we're just trying to get the fuck out of winter, which yeah. hasn't really been too bad. But yeah, yeah, yeah I this, still don't This should be called you. the Get the Fuck Out of Winter Tour. The get the fuck out of winter tour. Well, that's what we're doing. We're staying on like the southern half of the states. We're missing Denver. call it that. We're not even going to be far from Denver. But yeah. we like just didn't even want to fuck with Colorado. Well, dude, like once you hit those mountains, the I feel wind like Colorado, and Colorado. Yeah, but it's I feel going like through it's the mountains. It's getting it's getting out of Colorado. It's, it's, it's not, not actually yeah, being there. Yeah, because I feel like well, like yeah. I, I haven't been to Denver, but I've been to Boulder, and it was in like November or December, and it was like seventy degrees. And I was like, oh yeah. And they were like, yeah, this is Denver's. Like, it's normal because it's like it's in I, between I the mountains. It's in the valley. And I was like, 
It was literally like California culture there, except instead of surfing, it's snow, it? it's snowboarding, yeah. and and everybody's just like so you. You're walking around, and people have like these giant sunglasses. You feel like you're in like Calif- Southern California, it's a very and it's spot. it's warm. Like, and I was, yeah. and they were like, yeah, this is actually really normal for here because he was like, <sighs> they were like, you can drive not even an hour and be in snow because you just go up instead of yeah, going. Yeah, the out. whole area so of the country is like when, when you it's, drive, it's, like, it's like, crazy it's weather. Like, yeah, you don't yeah. know what's happening. Like. We've like started a day with snow on the ground and then like got to our show like four or five hours later and it was like beach weather. It's yeah. like we yeah. it's it's crazy. Or yeah. like driven through snowstorms at the top of a mountain for Oh my god. A couple minutes. You know. And Climate science is crazy. Nuts. Yeah. I just remember being blown China. away by that and China created it all. China. China. There is no uh, there is no climate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's pronounced our, China. Yeah. You know what it is? Is I can't, I can't this laugh. I, I'm like s- slowly like starting to get cringy and uncomfortable even making jokes about it. Anymore. This is our reality. It's like it not is funny. our reality. <laughs> I think there's like steps <laughs> okay. the guy for the next four years or until he gets jokes anymore because it's just becoming reality. It's not even funny. It, no. it's, it it's like reality. it's. I'm starting to think of it the same way that you think about people making jokes about like the Holocaust or like yeah. Horrible things Which is happening to people. Happening more. I actually, I've, I've received two messages. Well, well, well messages. Save a life, punch a Nazi. I, I've seen. I <laughs> mean, just in the past few days, I've gotten messages from two different friends from Germany. I have friends from Germany that date back. The, the great friends. They're amazing friends. They love me. They're great. They, they, <laughs> they, they, they think I'm the best. They <laughs> date, best friends. They date back to high school, and uh, they've. Did you study abroad there? Uh, I, I did a, an exchange, exchange program. Yeah, they they the came here. I went yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And whatever, and um, so th- I've had multiple messages from these guys that have like expressed extreme like confusion and distrust, and not to get too far into it, they were like, they were like, they were like, honestly, we dude, can't, we can't be friends. Like, like, no, no, these guys who are German, like, told me that they can't believe how similar it is looking and sounds to the obvious thing that happened a long yeah, time Yeah, because they ago. know their own history. Yeah. And like they're not gonna yeah. they're not stupid. They're not gonna like and, and, and history like the, the, and they're the looking at that, us like what the fact are you that, um, doing? The fact that our uh current commander in chief is of German descent, they're they are uh, absolutely ashamed of. These are Germans that are yeah. ashamed that he's of oh, German yeah. descent. Oh. Doesn't surprise me. Oh. No, of course not. Well, I it. But I I wanted you started to talk about about touring through the Midwest and, and through like Colorado and the mountains and all that kind of stuff. And uh, and that was obviously something I had to like. I, I don't think anybody could do like a, an interview, quote unquote, with OC45 and not talk about because it's hands down the biggest thing that sets you apart from any other band in Boston that I know is the amount of touring that you guys do and the sheer magnitude. Well, we actually feel like we like it. barely toured because, like I said, we took like well, ten, you guys ten took, months. You guys off. took took and, and time we, off this year to write the record, but uh, and then I, we went on tour for what was it like three and a half weeks or something, and we were like telling like friends and family or whatever, like, oh yeah, we got on tour for like you know three and a half weeks, and they're like, they're like, oh wow, we're like, no, that's like no, we're just it's like a little thing, like, and you're like, that's like what that's like what normal like <laughs> what most bands but do, back, but yeah, not we, us. Yeah, we, we think back, we're like, oh, I guess that you know, no, whatever. we do nine, ten weeks at a time. I mean, it. It, it really is something, and I think, I think it's something that you guys have, like I said, that that really sets you apart from most other bands in Boston. Most of the people we know that we go go to shows with and hang out with, like they'll tour and they'll do a week or week or two here. Yeah, and there, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, anyone can do. It. There's tons of great bands in Boston, like, um, and, and anyone can do it if they want. It's just that we're the fucking assholes who decided to like yeah. put our entire <laughs> lives on hold and just do it. <laughs> like, I mean, we're getting the age now. Like all these guys and bands are like getting married and stuff, and that's fine. And like you know, we're just kind of like we're just still stoked. Eh, whatever. We're just like we just get stoked at every opportunity. So we've never. This really is said like no like, like I had like two dreams in my life. One was playing for the Bruins, and I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. And then I, I, another one is just like playing in like a a, a band and being able to like. And not even to a certain level. It wasn't like, oh, I want to be, like, Green Day. It, it's not even that. It's just, I just want to play in a band that's like, like people like, and you get to have friends, and like, you know, like you can like support yourself kind of through part of it at least. I don't know. <laughs> is that well, too, I mean, is I that too much to ask? I think you guys have also. It's a kind of a cool. It's just kind of a. <laughs> it's a cool like, 
just like studying from an outside point of view being like like how you guys do it and and like the way that you guys have set up your lives to like accommodate touring is like it's pretty cool it's just not something that a lot of people would be able to undertake i think easily I don't know. I, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, it's it's kind of like because you guys, really from like what I've gathered, I mean, it's you guys like have jobs. I mean, I'm sure a certain part of that is being fortunate enough to have employers that like yeah, understand yeah. your situation. Yeah, but exactly. also, you've tried to choose jobs that'll like are like seasonal, seasonally he- he- like he- dependent yeah. upon at the time of year, so that you can work through yeah, everything we do. Parts also, of the year and then tour everything we do revolves around the band. Yeah. Right. It has. Right. Like and it, it, all, it, it pretty much always it's, has. Yeah. yeah. We start, we it's were, a marriage. When we first started, not to get into a rabbit hole here, yeah, but we, we, were, we were playing. Marriage. We were uh, playing more shows than we were practicing because we just said yeah. yes. We were, I was like, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what you got to right. do in the beginning. It's like you're too. getting your practice at shows. Like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then shows. that's what we did. And then that's yeah. kind of just what we always did. Like, we were just like, yep, let's keep going. Let's just keep fucking going. Yeah. And then that's just like. What led us here? It was going down to the Illux, actually. It that, was. like, inspired us to tour. Which I wasn't even at because yeah. of work. Because of work. <laughs> right, right. So, like, that's, you know, they invite, I don't know Maybe a how the fuck it happened. When, it when was, was so early. When was the first time you guys played this? Summer like 2011, September. right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was, I think it was fall 2011. Fall so it was only six yeah, years ago. End of the, yeah, the end of the summer, yeah. right? We started. Oh, that's right. They used to do it in September, right? In the yeah. or August, and then they moved it to. Yeah, yeah, well, okay, they, they used to okay, do it in okay. fall and summer. Yeah, it used, well, to, they used to be do, September and June. They used to do two. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah and then yeah. it started getting big. Yeah, yeah. and, 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 they, they couldn't and fucking expensive. Yeah, because right. they were yeah. buying so much food and beer. Yeah, we drove. Yeah. We drove down in my Jeep. We didn't have a van. Like we didn't. You know, we were barely <laughs> taking it seriously. Right. It was me, Tans, and Rook. Yeah, and we drove yeah. down the five hours or whatever we played in a. It, their their backyard was flooded because it had rained the day before, so they had it at a firehouse down the street. Oh wow! So we didn't even go to their house. Oh wow! Uh, and there was like nobody there. <laughs> <laughs> the Beantown Blues Sounds played acoustic. <laughs> they headlined acoustic. Yeah, they headlined acoustic. <laughs> we were stoked. Oh, know. we were so fucking. And tough. we were just hanging out. We were like, we just drove five hours to play to fucking nobody. And we were all stoked. We were like, why not do this tomorrow? Why not drive another five hours and just play in another town? Like, And we like sold merch and Nikki gave us oh, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we made like, money. What the fuck? There is definitely yeah, yeah, he, like... Nikki uh, always, always, he's always taking care of There's a momentum that kind of like... It's weird. Like when you're... And I'm only I'm only speaking from super limited experience, but like it, it's... It's appeal. It's always been appealing to me to like kind of wake up in a different city every day. Yeah, and, it's great. And it's like when you're when you're like constantly in transit, you're like you're not. It's amazing how it like kind of strips a lot away from your 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 mind. It almost like yeah, clears you your mind in a lot of way. Like because because all of the shit that you left at home, you you can't do anything Dude, about I, right I now. Leave, oh, so yeah. like I leave. I leave everything at home. I'm, I'm, I'm and you're super just, stressed until like. The moment we leave, the and only then when you're on the road, the because only thing is really not that leave, much to be It doesn't matter about what the yeah. fuck I forgot, <laughs> yeah, what I forgot to do, yeah. Like it doesn't matter. When, when we're on tour, I leave almost ninety nine percent of everything I leave at home. Yeah. So I, I just want to like make sure, like you know, I, like I worry about my mom. Like is my mom cool? Got to talk to my mom. Besides that, fuck everything. Well, I mean, yeah. I try, the Bruins. I, I, the fucking I was gonna say, I try to watch the Bruins in the past games. It's kind of like. Liberating well, in that sense, I, I guess, which now is, is kind of okay. cool. But um, and for a little bit of background, so we, t- I actually we talked about it when I did uh, the episode last year with the Dakes too, because they had just we had just come back and and uh, talked about the Illix. But again, fucking shout out to the Illix because they're like we we there's, yeah. there's some pretty we didn't even have some pretty amazing people. They they are a father and son team. Yes, they are father and son duo from from New Jersey who are just in love with Boston punk bands. They just, they love, they're, like, they're, they, they, they travel Corey, so far. They're like, they Corey. will drive up to Boston to come yeah. to the show. The like no they're doing song. tomorrow. No effects song because and, we didn't uh, have enough songs to play a and, full set. And they'll just come hang out. Ooh, they're, we they're really the cool. Park. So that's like how we've always we said this. And, and this is like, this is like super, super hypothetical. We were oh, always like, song. if for whatever reason, somehow we ever like made decent money off this, we would like, just first thing we would do was like, yeah, 
go to the Ilix with it. Like, give them money to make sure they're cool with their shit. And then, like, help them put on, like, the biggest fucking dad fest ever. So, so yeah. So, they every year they do uh, a huge house show at their place down in New Jersey. And they have kind of, like, a pretty sweet setup with, like, a, like it's so important to them that they've actually built a stage in their yard. And they, yeah. uh, you know, they have a swimming pool and they have like a good amount of land. So they get, like a bouncy house. Yeah, or, they always get some attractions and then they fill their garage with food oh, and they so invite they an inflatable they, pool. They invite beer. like generally anywhere from 12 to 15 bands to play all day long. And they have a fucking festival at their house. And it's it, dude, incredible. This, this past awesome. year, it was so way bigger than it ever has. been. Yeah. And this coming year, this coming one in, uh, in June is going to be insane because there's a bunch of people that are going this year that weren't able to come like the last couple of years like the i think some of the old Edison guys are coming like there's gonna be, there's just gonna be it's just it's and it, it always is it doesn't crazy. even matter who comes and who doesn't it's just always there were like a fun 30 time. tents on the front yard Dude, it was yeah. so, insane. Shanty 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 it was so insane that three quarters of this band passed out at like 11 <laughs> i wanted to uh, <laughs> it's it's awesome. i did not i was deliberate i deliberately did i got fucked up you, you got you got fucked yeah you got You're fucked up you got fucked up Adam just got fucked whoa whoa, whoa hey we all <laughs> <laughs> I got fucked because I stubbed my toe and I was like ah oh, I'm fucked ah uh, fucked Sucks. sorry I uh I can cut that out if you want uh, no. <laughs> it's live man I got all dabbed up that night still alive yeah dude I couldn't yeah. resist that opportunity yeah, dabbed right? up. I got yeah. it was up. a different vibe this year because of all the tents honestly there were so many Very, and all the tents. it was like a fucking shantytown in his front yard and then there was also the show now and we're gonna have like a bunch of squatters in his front yard it was, 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 front it was like a now uh, we're gonna have our bus though a punk rock friendly gathering it's gonna be tight the first time the first year I went down there I knew nothing about it uh, and and they were like, oh, we're 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 playing a show at like I thought it was just like a random show, like a, like a community, like I had no, I didn't yeah. know anything about it. And then I was like, wait, you've been doing this for the past like six years or eight <laughs> years or whatever, like, and it's always yeah, like all insane. these bands. It's not only bands from Boston, but it's like heavily mostly bands. Like bands a, mostly yeah, bands yeah, from Boston. Boston, a couple Jersey, you got a couple yeah, one to Jersey, Philadelphia. <laughs> I met I met myth. the Elix and yeah. I was like, wow, yeah. these. People are, are awesome. They're just well, a super nice and family. Then, and then last and year we just, got... Oh, they're, um, yeah, they're great. Um, and we've, we've stayed there for Eric days Peterson, on Eric end. Peterson from... Uh, um, from Mr. Brew the last late, year. Yeah, the yeah, late, the late Eric Peterson, Peterson, Eric Peterson. From, Mr. from Mr. Brew came and played. It was insane. Last year, which is awesome because I've been listening to him like, not super long, but in college. like I went to college... Um, well, I don't know if I went to college with, but when I was in college, I hung out with the uh, Amine Revolution guys, and uh, they got me super into uh, Mr. Brew, and it was like really crazy to like, and they were all there this year, so I was like hanging out. Yeah, with they've AMR been there the last guys, two years, so that's why I went Eric down Peterson, the first year. And it would, I was just like, oh my god, this is a mind fuck kind of deal. Yeah, it was really awesome. Yeah, I mean, he, uh, you know, he played the show, and then and like, it was kind of like. Not even like as if that would have been cool enough, but then like he like sat around the campfire afterwards. Yeah. Oh, and, like, and he and, and he jammed played, out on acoustic with Mr. people, Bruce songs. played Mr. Bruce songs for oh us. Oh my god! Like, like, and he was just he was so cool. Yeah, I remember, it was like, in, like when I was like 22 years old, like we were <clears> hammered. I got at some house party in New Hampshire, and Ryan Loveland playing Mr. Bruce songs, and we're all singing along. And all of a sudden, fast forward, and I'm like almost 30 years old, and Eric Peterson. Is sitting with us playing Mr. Bruce songs at three in the morning while we're uh, on camera. It was it was a very it was a spiritual experience. For it, sure. Yeah, it was insane. I, it I, was. I have I I did get a little bit of video of it. You yeah. can't see much because it's dark, but like yeah. I'm so glad I at least got some of it. It yeah. is it is always such a great time. Uh, I I was I was just gonna ask like th all of that said regarding touring and like your experiences. What do you find like a cha like is the most difficult about it though? Because there's got to be something. I mean, nine weeks is getting like, ready is to like go on no tour fucking is, the yeah. is the hardest part. Yeah. Being near Tansy yeah, for an extended amount of time. <laughs> there's just a lot of shit to take care of before you leave. Yeah, it's it's, it's getting it's all just like and beforehand. Just getting ready. Yeah, yeah. Is, getting ready is the worst. Once you're on the road, yeah. everything's behind you. You take care of all your shit at home. You sublet your room. You do whatever you got to do. You like get all your shit together. Once you're on the road, it's kind of like. Whew, all right, let's go. It's the lead up, which is right now, in case you're wondering, uh, is the most stressful part of all of it. And it's so stressful that it makes no part of tour really feel that stressful. Like, really. Yeah. And like, yeah. we, like, we, we, we've been. Oh, no, sorry. Go. No, no, no. Yeah, no. It's the same idea. Like, we've been doing this for a while now. We've got it down pretty good. We're pretty comfortable. 
No. Oh, I feel like, 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 we, I feel like been, you guys could teach a fucking class at this point. <laughs> we, we've been stranded like, in the desert. Touring 101 for bands. We like, should. <laughs> we, we've been stranded <laughs> in the right desert. Charge some That's tuition. how we'll make our or, money. Or write a we'll book. We'll play music yeah. for fun. And teach, teach, classes teach classes on to how to, to how to make DIY money tour. about how to tour. tour. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so yeah. We, uh, like like yeah, we, 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 we we've been stranded you know. in the desert. We've almost got arrested. Me personally, twice. Almost actually, really went to, almost went to jail. Um, but and like we've we, we we've gone through a bunch of Great. like crazy shit on tour. <laughs> that was bad, but no, nothing is worse than getting ready to go on tour, because you're like, oh shit, I gotta like patch up my life here at home. To make sure when I get back, it's still together. Yeah, that's like the worst yeah, part. Yeah, I and mean, once you, you're out there, you're like, like every band like, oh, has yeah. the uh, yeah, it's, yeah, you know, road Every band has the normal tests, like I got this. <laughs> blown tires and like mechanical oh, yeah. issues I mean, and inevitable. like that kind of stuff. Yeah, and like yeah, the, the, the money you got to drop on like repairs and whatever. It's yeah. but it's yeah. just like you know, it's it part of like, it's yeah, it comes to the territory. You, like, you, right. like it sucks, but we're not like oh my god, how could this happen to us? We're like it happens. Yeah, happens. Yeah, you're just trying physics. Yeah, it's science. Trying to be prepared. Um, Do we talk about our, our 2014 um, uh, tour champions plaque that we have? No, I want to. Well, I mean, no. if anybody, if there's anybody, we talk about that if there's anybody that deserves that, it's definitely <laughs> you guys. But uh, I don't know. I want to talk about the fact that you're fucking going to Europe, which is yeah, that's insane. the first time. I mean, this is a, awesome. a, a yes. tour thing that we haven't done yet, which is cool. Very yeah. excited. New territory, and uh, we uh, we're gonna sit down um, with. A couple it of works guys. very differently. Touring yeah. over no, there. No, we, we definitely like, yeah. heard from yeah. people and everything. And uh, one, one no, I'm kind of asking because I don't like from what I hear. Yeah, that's well, I mean, it, it's it's definitely different. Um, like as far as like pretty much bands that go over there, are like oh, I never want to tour the U.S. again. Like we're gonna go over there and we're gonna have a driver and everywhere you go, you have a place to stay, you're fed and everything. Where in the U.S. it's like you know you kind of fend for yourself, but. Um, how do they how do they do that? Do they put you in like hostels or like in a No, just a network. Yeah. I think it's it's largely just a network yeah, like yeah. cuz they bring out a lot it's like uh we're going out with uh it's like host family city rat. And like they just have a network in cities. Uh, like, also a lot of We're going to book you a tour. We book all sorts of US bands, same route, city, same people. So City Rat is the name of the touring company that yeah, is, city yeah. rat puts together the Also a, lo- a lot of venues in Europe have places for bands to stay. Which makes sense to have when you build a right. venue. You should have like a hostel bunk kind There's of. There's like area. a little like a little apartment and, and, upstairs. And like in Europe, yeah, they yeah. Don't also have that. old like a lot of those places like are probably old like inns and, ty- and that kind of shit yeah. that like have a bar on the first floor and like rooms above. Yeah, yeah. it's probably like, yeah, way more common. Yeah. No, I mean that's that's really rad. I just think it's cool the way that they set it up there, like the way that they're like. Yeah, you're you're on a tour. You're gonna have like a van to take you places. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean that's really. I mean honestly, being the DIY professors that apparently we are, uh, it would be really really difficult to try to do that overseas. It would be fucking yeah, really really hard yeah, to yeah. do. OC forty five. DIY professor. Hey man, <laughs> Jeff is kind of the one who said it. It's just, uh, I mean, it's true. You guys, I mean, you guys are, it's, it, it's cool. But uh, you said we could teach a class. It's in just it. you d- absolutely <laughs> could teach a class. In it. I don't yeah. forget. It's yeah. just a PhD. It's just fucking crazy different. Should like, I get a Planet Fitness membership before I leave? You don't have to. No, we're gonna put no, two I'll on the card. All taken care of. <laughs> Derek will be p- p- professor uh, of tour booking and scheduling. Tanz will be p- professor of uh, vehicle maintenance, running shit. And vehicle maintenance and driving, and I'll be professor of, of hygiene. <laughs> That's for sure. Okay. Housekeeping. <laughs> you imagine Adam knocking. Hygiene. Imagine Adam, Adam, Adam knocking on the on the side of the wipes. bunk, like on the frame, just yeah. be in the morning, be like, <laughs> "You want me to shave your balls?" Housekeeping. Yeah, it's today can ball shaving day. Can I make your bunk full? <laughs> Every day is ball shaving day. With yeah, uh, it's a group thing we do. Oh man, it's too much irritation right it's there. Ritual. You gotta give us some time. It's ritual. Uh, no, but I, uh, I, it's just one of those like fucking annoying things where it's like, and I've heard it again and again and again from so many people that it's like it, the biggest difference it's like here in Europe is that you are like a band that wants to tour in Europe and they're like, great, cool. Music is a thing. And in America, you're like, oh, we're in a band, we're on a tour, and people are like, get a fucking job. <laughs> like people like don't, you know what I mean? Like the, you lazy nobody, scum. like yeah. they don't like. It's just not appreciated here the way it is. Yeah, and the way it is we've heard Allegedly. Like, yeah, we've heard like you know w- when American bands go to Europe, there's like the kids there that like love music are like, 
oh man, this band from Boston is coming. Let's go. We're here. It's it's like, even if they've never heard them. It's like, oh, you're not a DJ that plays fake music mm. that's not on the radio. I don't really care. Like, oh yeah, but we're from we're from Switzerland or or Germany. Whatever, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah, it and I mean I've fallen like I'm guilty of doing it sometimes too, where like even bands that I like kind of know that maybe I've heard a song or two are like playing a show and I like kind of find out about it a day before or something. And I'm like, Oh, I don't really want to drive all the way to such and such place to see or like whatever. And it's like, um, I remember like my buddy Mike telling me that like the first time and in Germany in particular was the place he spoke about the most where he was like, he was like, it was, it was incredible because we'd play a festival and we were an opener and nobody knew any words to the songs, but the people were moving. Like they were, are, had been our fans for 10 years and like we're so fucking into it and they'll actually buy your merch and they're like they'll like i don't know people just take it more seriously they, there, yeah I they guess, appreciate it a lot really and, fucking like, cool yeah <laughs> it's uh we're, we're super stoked i uh actually i just um so so uh, friends of ours uh burning streets which a lot of people in, in around here know um they've been there a few times and i just actually saw drew from burning streets yesterday he's uh printing our bass drum for our tour and uh he was just talking to me. He's like, dude, he's like, you guys are going to love Europe. He's like, he's like, you guys toured the U.S. so much. He's like, you need to go over there, man. He's just like, you're just going to be blown away by the crowds. He's just like, you've never been there, and you're just going to be like, holy shit, how did this crowd just happen in front of us? He's just like, it's so going to be so great. They just promote it better, too, I feel like, and they're like, they're just... And then they get you on better it. things. Like for, in, in the U.S., to get on like a big festival, you have to like know someone. You have to suck so whatever. many dicks. You have to like yeah. be doing it for years. Like, we, we, we've been trying <laughs> to get on huge shows. We've been grinding our asses off. And like, we, you know, you seriously and, do. And, and then like we, everything in, in Europe, the U.S. Like, is about schmoozing and who you know. Yeah, and, like, and who, over there, like you, you who's your the buddy first and time whatever. Ever, and like, oh, here's this festival. You're gonna play in front of a thousand people, and it's like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretty fucking awesome. I uh, I was I was always like when I've heard and it's like I've never heard anybody say anything bad about about it. Dude, Europe's something that we've never. been trying to do for a long time, like way before we were ever qualified. Yeah, like oh, yeah. like everything else. That exactly, we to do. exactly. That's the thing. We've always yeah. just been we've trying like, to do things this way. Right dude, away. dude. I I had a I had a quote on my like Facebook profile or something from Tans from when we first started that I, might still be up there. That's like. We're a bunch like I'm gonna paraphrase it, but it's basically like we're a bunch of fucking punk rock wannabes, and everybody better know about it. Like it was like <laughs> something like fucking amazing like that. Yeah, and uh, that's kind of just what we still are. Like we just keep doing shit that we don't like. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. We keep doing it. I went off the rails. Sorry. No, you're do- you're doing it. <laughs> you're you're doing it right. So that's all that's that really good. matters. That's good, dude. It's good. Um, so you know it's good. No, yeah, I no. Had, I had cool. a point. I went off the rails. Um. Well, no, I'm I'm super sto- I'm super stoked for you guys, and I I think most people that know you guys, follow you guys, are pretty out. much aware that you're like <laughs> that Europe's been something you guys well, have talked about in. for a while. You know what I mean? And so it's yeah, no, we're, sweet uh, that we're, you guys it's been are. a goal for yeah. We're very excited, and like we just put out no. the new record. It's been uh, a goal. Came we out thought we were going last year, three years, and then it got pushed back. Yeah, it's yeah, it's been. It'll be worth the wait. Oh yeah, don't do that. Kid. No, we're, and and we're going with jukebox. It's gonna be. Yeah. Quite the experience. How much is the whole tour with oh, Jukebox yeah. at the same yeah. time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's you and guys. We're in the and, same van. So it's you guys in Jukebox, and then do they? And then they just put local. They they put like local openers on the shows for it's, you. And they, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll it's it's all out of our hands. Lap every night. Yeah. On my on my lap. Every night. No, Mike. Well, yeah. <sighs> we're um. You're close second, dude, but you're you're not Mike. All right, Terry. me and Norm are gonna snuggle. I guess I could finally open the floodgates to politics but i i only wanted to say or what i or all, all that i really wanted to say about it or ask you guys about regarding it is is i guess i i feel like because like even going back to the class and cruelty tunes like there were some definite political stances there it's, but yeah. i feel like you guys you guys blend it well like it's not like i wouldn't say like oh they're a political punk band carte blanche like flat out political punk band but you guys I mean, I don't know how 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 much of a part of your mix do you feel like politics has been like as far as your. We try to balance it. It's uh, very uh, important to punk rock, and yeah. it's always been very important to our lives. Yeah. So it yeah, has to be everything. it has to be featured in the music at least to some degree. But like, you don't want to beat it over the head, you know. Like, Anti Flag's first record. <laughs> 
I have to do it. Andy Flagg's entire career. Oh, yeah. What? Andy Flagg's entire career. Derek. Well, their first record was like a perfect Back one. off from the mic. Back off? Yeah, I was trying to... It was very, very loud. Sorry. <laughs> Andy Flagg's first record was a perfect blend of like... Some like a lot of political songs, but right. also like a lot of personal songs, yeah. like a lot of just anxiety songs, yeah. like just life songs. And uh, it, I think that's important because then they went kind of down the wrong path, really just doing all political songs. Yeah. Yeah. Writing individual songs about individual fucking issues, you know? Yeah. Which is a little bit too much, in my opinion. But like that first record he, is bomb. Yeah. Justin Sane gets a little too. Uh, I guess I'd say like he gets very specific, even like right down to his lyrics about stuff. The way that he's singing. Well, and, and that's good, like, and and that's kind of like what they're going for. I guess good in moderation, but, I suppose. Well, yeah, well, exactly. I I did actually I saw them uh, a few weeks ago at the House of Blues, and like it's funny because like they were playing with Real Big Fish, which is just like this, you know, they're just they're, they're, just, they're just like goof, but, but they're like ex- goofballs. Every person I saw there, they're like, oh, so what do you think about Anti Flag? Like, I, I saw like a bunch of different groups of people, and they, everyone asked me that, and I was like, this is kind of weird. But like, I was like, you know what? Like, and I, I had this. I think like, there was anti-flag. probably a lot of people I, like, that I like Anti Flag. A lot of people, like, that a lot of songs surprised. I like. I'm like, they can get too preachy and too political at times. Like, right. I, I like a good balance of it. Yeah, you have some songs that are like that. See, like No Effects, they're very, a very political band, band and they, they make sure they you know what they're talking about. But they also have songs about just like. You know, cross-dressing or BDSM or, like, getting drunk. Normal stuff. Like Other sexual topics as well. Yeah. Seeing a girl pee between two parked cars in a well-lit street, you know? Normal stuff. Normal yeah. stuff. Good, solid mix. Yeah. You know? A solid mix is important. I Have you drawn a lot of... Uh, Naked women? Writing inspir- yes. <laughs> inspiration from, from Anti-Flag? Is that, like, a band you'd consider an well, influence dude, me and of OC45? <laughs> All the time, well, yeah, no, they were a big influence. Like growing up, they were—I mean, they were like one of the, if not the band that got us into punk rock. Really, me and Tans at least for yeah, sure. Nice. Like, yeah, Die for the Government was. I remember, I, mean, I remember yeah. that record. My when I was my buddy Chris was like a huge anti-flag fan. I never went to see them live. Like, I I wasn't really all that into them, but the the Terror State record was. Uh, the, that was your the, jam. The, yeah, that was like the well, that was like the first one I Recorded had actually heard. Yeah, we were. And that was the like the one that kind of yeah. got me into. The long story, very short, is that we bought. Like I remember, we were walking around Newbury Comics one day. Like we were like fifteen or six. Well, I had to be. I was driving, Bug so life. sixteen. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it short. I'm gonna keep it short. Bug live. <laughs> and Newbury then uh, we we basically saw we were like getting into punk pretty much. And saw the cover of Die for the Go- We saw Die for the Government, and we were like, yeah. "Oh my God!" There's a band called Anti Flag. This is the fucking artwork. We're like, "We gotta." I'm like buying this right now. <laughs> yeah. And bought it, not knowing it came out like probably fucking ten years prior to that. Went out, put it right in the car, turned the thing on, and it starts with that drum beat, and you do the same. And I was just like, "Oh my God, I'm I'm in." I was like, "This is it." Punk rock is like the jam, <laughs> dude. <laughs> and That's it's awesome. just like that record was it for me. At yeah. least. It's like what got me fucking well, down. It's funny you saw like the, it's this. So like, politics yeah. have to be. Important. You saw like yeah. The, I mean, it's it's not it's not like it's a secret. I feel like that where this band leans. I mean, politically or, or any oh, yeah. really in most in most yeah, we're areas. Far right. most You'd have areas, to really but, not be listening. To yeah, what we're I saying. mean, but no, it's funny. But like I said, like you guys don't throw it out in everybody's faces. Like right, I feel like if anything. It's gotten a little bit more. Like, I mean, I can hear well, in the, in the know, new batch of songs a little bit more of like a, but it's obviously becoming more it's also relevant. kind of reactionary to yeah. well, it, the shit that's going on right Interestingly enough, now anyway. which I think this kind of makes sense, is um, my penis actually curves to the left, so it kind of all makes sense, you know? Exactly. It does yeah. make a lot of sense. Yeah. If you think about it like that, yeah, and it's you science. See it's science. <laughs> yeah, you might want to get that checked out. Oh come on! Like, di- all dicks curve. Get the fuck out of here. Well, you have a straight dick. Uh, Some are probably I don't straight. Know about that. Sometimes they go up or down or to the well, side. Man, the smaller well, the dick. Adam's the a dick professor. <laughs> no, Who knows? I'm, they I'm, all curve. I'm just defending <laughs> myself. That's all. We got some <laughs> DIY professors. We got some yeah. DIK professors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Still- oh, I think that's a good note to leave it at. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll 
wrap Hold it up. Hold on a second. There. Let me take my pants off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. Uh, OC45's new record is out. It's Happy Accidents. You should buy it. It's fucking awesome. OC45.bandcamp.com. OC45.bandcamp.com. Anything else you want to plug? Sorry. I should let you do that. Um, well, I mean, we're, play- I mean, we're playing OC4- tomorrow. OC45sucks.com. Yes, OC45sucks.com. OC45.bigcartel.com. You can get all of... All the t-shirts with faces on it. consolidate websites. How about you like shut up and pay, buy into this up, company man. if you want to say? Ooh, business proposals. All right. <laughs> They're leaving, uh, heading out on another full-scale U.S. tour Thursday, February 9th. And uh, you should check them out if uh, they're coming to a city. First show's in Richmond, and then we're just hitting all the states that have warm weather. All right. Thanks, Jeff. We're going to close out with uh, Is This Tomorrow? <laughs>